0: All right, Jonathan, could you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yes, my name is Jonathan L. Jackson. I'm a writer from Cleveland, Ohio, currently living in Los Angeles, California.
0: Woo hoo! okay, Cleveland. And we out here, out here, strong, repping strong. Now, your road to the writer's colony was pretty unique. Yeah. Through some real, like, serendipitous contacts, yes. personal connections. Can yes. you share, how did you first learn about the writer's colony?
1: You know, the interesting thing about God? Is that he has a sense of humor. Tell, uh,
0: <laughs> me. Tell me about God.
1: Because, and I just say this, I was working at Adidas, um, and even how I arrived at that job is hilarious in itself, but we ain't gotta go through all of that. I was working at Adidas, and I saw a man walk in with a face mask on shouts out to COVID, and he had a mask on, and I know it's one of those masks you can't buy. It's a mask that you somebody has to give to you. It's like a, a Fat Joe Terror Squad chain. Like, you can't go buy that. Either Oh, either Joe Crack giving it to you, or you don't got it, right? Right. So, the mask says Goodwin um, Goodwin um, Agency. The Goodwin Agency, or Goodwin Brothers, something like that. And I'm like, the only way you could get one of those is if Aaron or his brother give it to you. So, right. I asked the dude, I'm like, hey, you know, how'd you get that mask? And he pulled it down, he's like, I'm, I'm him. And wow. I was like, yo, A- 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 Aaron, Aaron Goodwin. I'm like, I really love and appreciate everything you've done, how you show people the game. Like, you've done so much, and nobody knows who you are, and you're just doing it because you love us. And I, I love that. And he was kind of looking like, who are you? Like, what? Like, how do you know? And I was telling him, like, I'm from Cleveland, so I kind of... Because, you know, A.G. was one of the first people to be around Brian. Like, he was really there. Correct.
0: Correct. So...
1: And if you were in Cleveland at that time, you knew, like, you know, he would be around. And um, I had some, we actually had some mutual friends who were hoopers. You know, mm. like, the church I went to was full of hoopers. Mm. So, you know, that's was kind of how I, and I just kind of followed his career from there.
0: Right, and right. And we're
1: talking, you know, at this point, how LeBron been in the league whoo, longer than some people been alive these yeah. days. Yeah, 15, yeah. Right. So, yeah. when that happened, um, we, me and him just kind of built a relationship. Because, you know, he has clients with Adidas. So he would come in and I would make sure I took care of him. Because, um, you know, he always would be short on time. So it would, sure. it would be like, hey, I'm in the city right now. I need this. Can you, Can we make it happen quick? So I would take care of him and we would just chop it up from time to time. And one day he said, yo, man, what do you do? And I said, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, I'm a writer. And he goes, who's your favorite writer? And I said, well, you know, on the theater side, it's August Wilson. August Wilson is the, is the GOAT to me. And on the film TV side is Mara Brock Akil. I think she's the GOAT. Um, And at the time, I don't know anything. I'm just telling him, this is the GOAT to me. Right,
0: just honest. This is my GOAT.
1: And um, he was like, he's like, oh, I know Mara. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of having that, here these L.A. dudes go. Like, that's what I'm thinking of myself. Like, here these L.A. people go. Right. And then um, he said, yeah, I'm going to bring her here to meet you. So now I'm really like, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, sir. Right,
1: right, right. I'm thinking he la me. Because I don't know. I know him, but I don't know him. So I'm thinking he's just la me. Like two weeks go by. Um, I'm upstairs in the stock room with an attitude. Listen, do your work like you're like you doing it for something bigger than yourself, okay? Mm. But I'm up in the stock room with an attitude. Maps. Like I'm up there throwing boxes around and throwing them in the right place. Just cutting up. I'm mad. I'm at work. <laughs> and somebody come <laughs> Man, on the walkie they like, hey, John, somebody's down here asking for you. Now I'm real mad because this is a stockroom day. I got on stockroom clothes. This is a stockroom moment for me. Um, and I'm like, uh, who is it? Like, what do they need? And I'm trying to figure out, can I deal with this from here? Right. they like, they're He's here right. for you. Like, they're asking for you. And I'm like, I look at my coworker. I'm like, man, these people can't do nothing. Like, I'm dogging the people that work in the store. I'm like, they all need some help, you know? All that murmuring and complaining, For not sure. knowing when I got down there, Mar was there. So now I'm bugging, and I don't—I'm not a starstruck person, but I was extremely starstruck. And I'm like, "What are you doing here?"
0: Mar was there. Mar with... was
1: at the store with AG Wow. And I'm like, "What are you? she?" I'm like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "Apparently, to meet you." And at that point, I'm like, "Yo!" So now I'm giving these people that I was just talking about, giving them the nods, like, "Y'all take care of this stuff. I'm over here." This is what I'm doing
0: wow. right now. Wow! Look at that.
1: Um, and me and her just started talking, and I said something to her that piqued her interest. It was I said uh to me, one of my top five favorite TV characters is Tasha Mack. Mm. I love Tasha Mack from Mac. the game. From yes, the game. yes. Like I love Mama Mack. To me, she's up there with Maxine Shaw, attorney mm-hmm. at Law, Ride the Maverick, and Marie Barone. And mm. Marlene. Then mm-hmm. when I said Marie Baron from Everybody Loves Rain. I'm like, yeah. She like that's interesting that you, and we started having a conversation around TV and around characters that break barriers just beyond mm. this thing, and she said, "You know, I'm I'm having this, I'm 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 doing this thing. I'm, I I don't know what it is exactly yet, but I'm listening to God's whispers, and uh, I think it might be something that you may want to be a part of. I don't know what it is. She's like I think I'm called the Writers Colony. Like it was, right. It was that early on." So I'm like, whatever you doing, I want to do. Like, like, I'm there. So she and she gave me her email. Mind you, people in let me tell you this sidebar: people in Hollywood, people trying to break in. Be patient, be consistent, be ready, and be graceful. Because I emailed Mara, and she didn't respond for like two months. So then I emailed her update. Anytime I had something going on. I would email it to her. Just say, hey, you know, just did this. Just finished this short. Just did this. So be doing something that you can share, that you can say. Yeah. Um, And finally, like, it may be like three or four months had went by. Because this happened in uh, January or February. This happened in February. And I think she finally responded in May. And she was like, wow, thank you so much for your kindness and your diligence. Um, I'm looping in Ayana Because I think at the time, you were the assistant. Correct. So she's like, I'm looping in Ayana, and she's going to loop you in with Susie, and we're going to figure something out. So I'm like, bet. And then I think, like, another month went by. <laughs> and, uh, a, lot,
0: a lot behind the scenes. A lot of to- behind,
1: it, out. it was so much going on. Because yeah. just remember, like, I think y'all were just getting into the space. It was a lot of transition happening. That's right. It we- was a lot going on that summer.
0: Yeah.
1: And so. Then you put me in kind of, me and you start kind of going back and forth. Right. And I've always been taught just, you know, my, I was raised by people who were like, you treat the janitor the same way you treat the CEO even better because they're having Preach. a hard day. Like, they're having yes. a hard time and they're not getting the money that the CEO getting to deal with it. Yes. So, like, I always just was real kind. And me and you kind of just start vibing through email. And then you, you know, Susie finally got a chance to get in, and then Susie, like, I'm gonna put you in contact with my assistant. And I ain't gonna lie, at that point I was like, oh, like what is going on? So then Danya um, asked me for a script, so I sent her my sample, and Danya, so have a sample. If you say you're a writer, have something that people can read. Um, Danya read the sample. She passed it to Susie. Um, I came in, they asked me that I want to come and meet them to do some notes, and then. I came in and gave me some notes. We hit it off. We vibed, and from there we kind of just been like
0: family. The rest is history. The rest is history. Rest That's is how history. it started. And I'll say you always from the jump just shined. It wasn't even a question. It was just like, yeah, he's a part of this. Um, and you,
1: you know what it is for me, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but for me, my Twitter bio since like 2015 has said my writing is like Mar Brock and Keogh meets August Wilson. Like, I've, all, I've just always been a Mara fan because Mara played such a huge part in my relationships growing up with her writing. So when I met her, it was very, and when I met y'all in the ecosystem that she had in place, it was very seamless how we all, it was a fit. Yeah. And um and that's not to shade anybody else or down what anybody, anybody else got going on, but this was a real fit. It in was many family. ways,
0: it was really meant for you.
1: It, oh, in child, so many ways, girl. You know what I'm saying? It was a hundred percent, meant and that's why I couldn't mess it up. That's the that's the best thing about life. Sometimes is that when when God wants you, when God needs you to do something, His plans for you are so much bigger than you, what you think you want, and you think your little writing career, your little. He has plans that reach so far and so wide. He's not going to leave it up to you whether you get it right or not. He's going to make sure you are in the position you're supposed to be with the people you're supposed to be with saying and doing the things that you're supposed to do to get because his purpose is bigger than my little script and my little writing career. And don't get me wrong, I love my little script, but I do understand that me being here is connected to something way bigger. Like the colony is bigger than me being a successful writer, if that makes sense. The colony is about the people that I go out and teach and tell them the jewels of the colony. Yeah. You know? That's what it's really about. It's not the it's not about the first hand person you touch. It's about who's gonna touch the person after you touch them. How do we keep this right. going, how you do know? We keep it going? An example of it is, one of my best friends I grew up with, guy I love, his name is Duran Bernard, right?
0: Mm. Really
1: famous singer. He sings background with Erica Badu. Okay. When we were kids, he nice. told me, I asked him, how did you get so good at singing? He said well eric brother is my favorite singer and i was like oh that's cool and he's like but i don't i didn't learn from that i went to see who erica was listening to who was mm. she getting from yeah. and i said well, who was she listening to and he started telling me about rick james and about little richard but and we know those names but then he started talking to me about phyllis hyman
0: yes you know he
1: starts talking about all these people oh, and he's crazy. like and he's like see what you don't understand is you get getting secondhand notes you still are. You're still getting fruit from the roots of Phyllis Hyman when you when you listen listening to Erica, right. and I was like, wow. So like to me, that's what it's about. It's about our fruit. It's not about that that tree.
0: Yes, and like lineage in a way, and it knowing is. that Writers Colony is founded around Mara's, you know, listening to the whispers, God's whispers to her heart or her intention. But I, she always talks about Ralph Farquhar and what his mentorship yeah. meant for her and how she's literally just. Passing on what Ralph always did. Uh-huh. And I think... And like Gary Marshall did
1: for Ralph. So you got Gary, then you got Ralph, and then you got Mara. And then look at Mara Street. Without Mara, TV looked different. Without... I, I had a... I don't know if I can say this, but I had a meeting with... I'm going to say it. We'll edit it
0: out.
1: out. I had a meeting with Prentice's company about a script. Oh. And... Wait, you were with Mara? Yeah. I learned everything from Mara. Mm. If you were with Mara... Let me read another... What else you got? You know what i'm saying wow. that's what it's about it's bigger than just so then when my students when i'm teaching and my students say well what is writing about and i say it's about finding your voice and i say it's about knowing what you put into the shores will wash up on the shores mm-hmm. it's about not having a tree with no ornaments you're getting secondhand mara yeah you know like and you think about the play hamilton one of my favorite bars in that in the mini is legacy. He says legacy is putting seeds in the ground that you may never see. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. that's what True. it is True. to me.
0: Can you talk about and because I think you live this and mm-hmm. you have a lot to say. Writers, people that are just trying to make it in this business, continue. Yeah. What has been? What are some things that you found are absolute necessities to maintain the drive? The the, the passion on days when you don't even necessarily got the motivation. You know what I'm saying? like if I,
1: You know, for me, it's a couple of things. I'll say the first thing to me is habit. Got to have you some habits because your habits will carry you when your feelings don't. Hmm. You know, like gym people go to the gym Ooh, out of habit. Say
0: that again.
1: <laughs> That's what I, I feel like you, your habits will genuinely carry you when your feelings don't. Gym people go to the gym out of habit at a certain point. Yeah. They say it takes 21 days to build a habit. Mm-hmm. So if I can do this thing for 21 days, when I don't feel like it, I'm going to get up and do it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, and every we experience it. All of us do. It's just about putting it into a, a, a positive form. I'll give you an example. How many times have you been in a car, driving home from work, and you look up and don't even realize where you are because you've been on autopilot. Right. It's the habit of driving home that got you home more than paying attention to the road. Yeah. And I mm. think if we can do that with things that push us towards something, like by habit, I get up and read scripts. By habit, I get up and write. Mm-hmm. So I think habits is one. Two, know what's happening in the industry you want to be a part of and know that you're not here to save it. TV will be fine with or without you. Your goal should be to add your two cents. You're not here to save TV. You fell in love with TV. You want to be a TV writer because you love it. So don't down the thing that you love. Don't be the dude who talk about his baby mama. You at some point you liked her enough. Don't do that. You love TV, love TV. Um, And I would say something else, uh, be consistent and have the things that back up what you say you want to do. You say you want to be a writer have some script have a, have at least a script or two that says i'm a writer if you're a comedy writer girl it better be funny get you something that's funny if you're a drama writer get you something that's dramatic if you genre being let me see two you know like back up support what you say you do with your work yeah, um, and i think the other the probably the most important thing i would say about how to stay with it It has to be connected to something bigger than you. Hmm. Because this is too hard. Hmm. It is a will-breaking business. This, Viola Davis said, being a black creative is war. Wow. Like, that's what we're doing. You are trying to, you're not just trying to break into the industry. You're trying to break into an industry that was built to keep you out. You're trying to find your voice in an industry that was built to suppress it. You know what I'm saying? And I think you have to put your war paint on almost every day and be ready to fight. And the only way you can do that is when you understand, I have to tell this story. Mm -hmm. Writers' Colony is not about telling the stories you want to tell. It's about telling the stories you have to tell.
0: Mm.
1: That's what it's about. Um, It's like even the script I worked on here, it's not my best script. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: it's the story I had to tell. Wow. And I think... When you know what you are, who you are, and what you want to say, you know what I mean? Like, my accomplishments don't make me. I am who I am. I mean, I'm who God made me. Yeah. That's what made me. So it's like, whether you accomplish it or not, like, don't stop saying, like, I'm an aspiring writer. You're a writer. you writing? You're a writer. You know? And I just feel like, have that dream and that goal or whatever it is connected to something bigger than you that really pushes you. I can't quit. Because what I'm what I'm doing it for is too big. The shoulders I'm standing on are too high. I can't quit. I have to do it. So if you don't have nothing bigger than you that you're doing it for, I, I had a theater teacher that used to tell us the only people who should pursue acting are people who can't do anything else. Cause it's too hard. If you can go be an accountant, go be an accountant, girl. <laughs> don't do this. This is here this industry is built to break you. So, you know.
0: Wow. I mean, I don't, I'm not even going to follow up on that. That that was <laughs> everything. Where, where can people follow you? Where are you speaking at? Where are oh, you continuing to be? Listen, you're a I voice am, that needs I to am
1: on social media across all platforms. I am uh, at the John L. Jackson, um, just at the John L. Jackson. I do have a, a, a ticker talker. I haven't figured out how to really make it work yet. Y'all, I got gray hair in my beard. I don't know how to make it work yet. But that one is called Storytime with Uncle John. And at some point, I'ma do it. Like, I'ma really get on it. Because I feel like I got a lot of these stories and a lot of these tidbits. Because I'm a kid who grew up with four great-grandparents. And I sat at their feet, you know? And I've sat at the intersection of so many different legends in my life. You know, like, I've sat at the feet of Mara. I grew up with a Duran or a Stephen Capel. You know, I, I, I right now I'm I'm rep that color creative. So you're in that ecosystem of Issa and James Shiny and and, and Denise. Like and me, like it's so much. You know that I've been sitting under. So I I'll, I would love to share more. Share more. So story time with Uncle John will for, on TikTok will probably once I figure out how to do that. <laughs> to I can't t- wait. <laughs> we need to hear that voice. But yeah, that's where you know that's where. And I, I honestly, it's mostly, it's not a lot of writing stuff. It's about life. It's about parenting. It's about marriage. Yeah. It's yeah. about spirituality. You know.
0: Bet. Mix. All right, last question. Mm-hmm. If you could have been in the writer's room of any show, TV show, past, present. Ever? Ever. What would it have been and why? Ooh,
1: that's good. <laughs> I have so many different answers floating in my head right now um but i'll say this it wouldn't be any of the classics oh i think if i could be a fly on the wall there yeah but i think those were so good
0: Hmm.
1: if i'm there they're not the same Hmm. and i think they have to be what they were to mean what they meant to us so i don't want to touch
0: Got you. Classics being...
1: Living Single, Girlfriends, Fresh Prince, Jamie Foxx. Got you. Even Hang on Mr. Cooper. I I don't want to be in any of Boy Meets World, Everybody Loves Raymond, shows that that made us. You know, the TV that made us. Yeah. Um, I don't want to touch those. Uh, So for me, if I could be in any writer's room, past or present, it would be mine. I would want to be in my writer's room for one of my shows. In particular, it would be... um, it would be those that can mm. Because it would allow me... I've been an educator for the better part of a decade now. And the number one thing that I, I've spent so much time getting all my students to know is that their story matters. Their voice matters. And everything that they've experienced is worthy of art. Mm-hmm. And I feel like being able to be in that show and, and showrun that show would show all these kids that their stories matter mm-hmm. while still being able to talk about the marriages and the relationships and how we navigate all of that stuff through the education system. So for me, it would be that because I, I believe media guides us. You know, like when, when jaws yeah. drop, folks stop going to the beach, right? So I, I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I would want to be in that one because that's what, I, that's what I want to watch up on the shores. A show that tells kids that are ready to tap out on life, I gotta keep going because this that I'm in is this, this 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 what I'm in is not bigger than where I'm going. Yeah. And if I can just get through this, I will get to the beauty, you know. And so that's why it would be those that can't would be difficult. my show.
0: That's deep. That's deep. You don't want to touch a show that's a classic because it would change. I don't.
1: But... I don't want to change. It's kind of like that butterfly effect. Like I don't know what me being in living single changes. I don't know with me adding my two cents to Derwin and Melanie's breakup changes. Because if I was in the game, I would have been fighting for Janae. I was team Janae to this day. <laughs> shout
0: I, out uh, the reboot. Team shout reboot out now. the reboot. Go watch it
1: Paramount+. Plus. Let's
0: Come on. Run Season it two. Yeah.
1: Um, so for me, I just can't touch them. Yeah. I
0: can't touch.
1: Like, I might have been, to be honest, we all the way real. I might have been like, Martin, bring it down. Mm. But we didn't need Martin to bring it down. Mm. I might have been the person that said why can't why can't Overton be smart this week? Like smarter <laughs> this week or whatever, you know? Or or why can't on Boy Meets World, like why can't Sean Daddy do right? Let's see what like and I don't want to change these things. It wouldn't
0: have been the same.
1: It's not those are
0: things that shaped us and Come made on. us into storytellers. So if we were to change those things Girlfriend it might saved our my
1: relationship with my mother. The game saved my relationship with my wife. If I change those, maybe we're not together. Maybe mm. me and my mama don't talk. Maybe I don't have my kids. Right. You don't, you really don't know. So I, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around going out, but if maybe it's some classic shows that didn't really get going in the way that I thought they should have. Yeah. Um, that, you know, some pilots, that, <laughs> some pilots, maybe some pilots that got left on the chopper, mm. on the cutting room floor that didn't get you know, picked up the series. Some of them I've been really interested in.
0: Yeah. All right, that's fair. Jonathan, thank you. Thank you. For dropping gems, as always. Thank you.